back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, everybody. Mark from Rams up here. We've been having a lot of fun. We had a really good roundtable with Ian Martinez and Paul Walia on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday, had a sync up with Peo Time, our friend from Canada, the big Ram fan from up north. And we hope to have a yet another mock draft over the weekend. But all this talk about free agency and mock drafts, I thought it would be fun to do a little exercise here. What would the Rams' starting units look like if they had to play a game tomorrow? And that's what I'm going to lay out for you. Kind of puts everything into perspective. A little bit scary on some fronts, but if the Rams made absolutely no moves, drafted no starter-worthy players, what would they roll with tomorrow morning? Just for fun, let's take a look at that. Before we do that, episode 379, I'm going to talk about a player who wore number 79 for our Rams. Greg Robinson, drafted by the Rams, the second overall pick in the 2014 draft, signed a four-year, $21.28 million, fully guaranteed contract, and it did not work out. Arrived in training camp overweight, Still earned the starting job as the left tackle. Really struggled, was replaced by Roger Saffold. And then in March of 2017, the Rams signed Andrew Whitworth as their new left tackle. And in May of that same year, the Rams declined the fifth-year option on Robinson, and he was done. Not a great draft pick. And you know, that year, 2014, there was some really good players taken. Greg Robinson was not one of them. First overall pick was Jadavian Clowney, then Robinson, Blake Bortles, Sammy Watkins, Khalil Mack, Jake Matthews, Mike Evans, Justin Gilbert, Anthony Barr, Eric Ebron, Taylor Lewan, OBJ, and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald taken 13th. So fortunately, we came away with Aaron Donald out of that draft, but man, it could have been an incredible draft if they had taken Jake Matthews, perhaps, or Mike Evans, someone on the offensive side, Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald in the same year. Wow. But it was Greg Robinson, the left tackle, that pretty much washed out number 79 for our Los Angeles Rams. I've already dove headfirst into mock drafts, and I've talked a little bit about free agency as we worked through these position groups. And maybe I should have taken a step back early on and looked at the Rams' current depth chart. And that's what I'm going to do right now. If the Rams were to take the field tomorrow morning, what would each of these units look like? I'm going to include in this equation all the Rams currently under contract, all their restricted free agents, and their exclusive rights free agents which is limited to Ronnie Rivers and Austin Trammell, the restricted free agents, by the way. 
include Christian Roseboom, Michael Hoyt, Jonah Williams, and Alaric Jackson. So we'll include all of those as potential starters for each unit. So let's work through this. Where are the holes? What are we really worried about? Now, I'll start with the offensive line. This is one of the more confusing units. If the Rams took the field tomorrow morning, I think the front five would look something like this. Now, bear with me. I'm going to give you a couple of options when I'm done here. I guess we'd start with Alaric Jackson returning at left tackle. We'd plug Nopum in at left guard. Slide Avila over to center. We've talked about this a lot. He can play that position, and he might be a better center than he is a guard. Is Warren McClendon, by default, our starting right guard with Havenstein at right tackle? How do I feel about that unit? I don't know, man. A little scary. Not sure about Nopum and McClendon, and Jackson is just a pretty good left tackle, I guess is how I'd characterize him. So there are some other options, though. Is Logan Bress going to prove he's an NFL caliber guard? Man, if he was, you plug him in at left guard, slide Nopum over to right. McClendon remains a backup. Rams may feel pretty good about Warren McClendon. We really don't know, right? Now, if you'd asked me a few days ago, I would have also given you an option of putting Brian Allen at center. That would allow you to leave Avila at left guard, plug in Nopum at right guard. That's not going to happen. Allen released. What do the Rams think of Mike McAllister? Is he an option? Probably not. I really thought they'd keep Allen around until free agency started, sign Coleman Shelton, and then release Brian Allen. Now, the Coleman Shelton situation is a little complicated. He played 55% of his snaps, so he can void his contract and become a free agent. He has not decided if he's going to do that. And the Rams are talking to him, apparently, per Cameron DeSilva, Sean McVay saying they're doing everything they can to keep him, really want to keep him around. So he very likely will end up being our center. But for this conversation, he is not. He is no longer a Ram. And the Rams also doing something I think they're pretty good about doing, releasing Brian Allen early. So he can start looking for his next job. They're pretty good about that. Treat their players well. So a bit of a dilemma, right? Some options. Not having Kevin Dotson and Coleman Shelton, especially Dotson, really creates some havoc up front, which probably explains why Sean McVay is working hard to keep Shelton. I'm not sure exactly what this unit would look like, but the bottom line is we really only have two reliable players, two guys that we can say for sure are going to get the job done at their assigned positions. One would be Havenstein at right tackle. The other would be Avila at left guard or center. What do you do with Brian Allen, Warren McClendon, Alaric Jackson, Joseph Noteboom, Logan Bruss, Grant Miller, Zach Thomas, Mike McAllister? Is he part of the equation? So you see the dilemma for the Rams up front immediately if Kevin Dotson and Coleman Shelton both leave, considering that we're not convinced we have the left tackle situation solved from the get-go. thought that was a little bit of a liability last year. I mean, Jackson played well for the most part, but you really want a lockdown left tackle over there, and that's what we're lacking. Let's look at the tight end group. Tyler Higbee would be the number one guy 
If He's Healthy, backed up by Davis, Allen, and Hunter Long. And then there's the two guys on reserve futures contracts, Forrestal and Kalanick, Bryson Hopkins, a free agent. Now, would they bring him back because of the Higby injury? Possibly. This unit's okay, though. The only concern, really, a veteran presence and some experience in that group until Higby is good to go. But tomorrow morning, I'm thinking the starters, Davis Allen, Hunter Long, maybe pressing him for that job. The wide receivers, well, our starters are pretty clear who they would be. Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, two of the best in the business. Man, if you're starting out with those two, you're probably in pretty darn good shape with your wide receiver group. Tutu Atwell would be the number three guy to Marcus Robinson, a free agent, so he is not included here. Who else they have? Not a whole lot. Xavier Smith, he has potential as a return guy. Not sure if he would be involved as far as number four or five wide receiver. Ben Skaronic, nothing to get excited about, but a real physical wide receiver. Really good blocker. Skaronic, of course, has great special teams value. He was the captain of that unit last year. Austin Trammell, one of our exclusive rights free agent guys, pretty much was our designated fair catcher all year long. Didn't do much outside of that. So this is a group we need to add a receiver or possibly even two. I would ideally bring back to Marcus Robinson and draft a receiver in the fourth or fifth round. I think that would be ideal. The quarterback group got some issues here as well. Matthew Stafford, Stetson Bennett, and Dresser Wynn. That is it. Carson Wentz, a free agent. So we need to bring in a veteran guy to back up Stafford. Even if Stetson Bennett comes back, not convinced he is going to be ready to step in for Matthew Stafford to win a couple games if we need him to. Carson Wentz, I would be fully behind that if we brought him back. But there are some other guys out there we could sign. Quarterbacks that want to rehab their career, so to speak. Baker Mayfield did it. Carson Wentz might have done it. So that's a position of need. I don't think the Rams are going to try to draft their next franchise quarterback this year. Just sign a guy that could come in and be a third guy on the depth chart. Emergency quarterback, that type of thing. Hopefully the Rams learn their lesson about having a serviceable backup, an experienced veteran backup to Matthew Stafford, and they need to get that done as well. And the running back group, well, Kyron Williams is the real deal. A little bit of injury prone, so that concerns me. So productive in this new running style the Rams have adopted. Zach Evans, not sure what we have there. And then Ronnie Rivers, an exclusive rights free agent. He's sure to be back. Williams and Rivers and then Evans, not a bad group to start with. We definitely need to add a guy or two. I argue draft a running back every year, and I think the Rams very well could maybe bring in a guy like Royce Freeman, similar type player, bigger back. Hit the special teams real quickly. Our punter, Ethan Evans, is fine. Our long snapper, Alex Ward, check that box. And then Tanner Brown, the only kicker on the roster. I doubt he's going to be our starter next year. Hey, maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) Maybe he's going to get his act together and solve that problem for us. But I expect the Rams to sign a veteran kicker or draft a kicker in the sixth round or so, or maybe even both. 
Let's switch over to the defensive line. Jonah Williams is a restricted free agent, so he's sure to be back, I think. Kobe Turner, Aaron Donald, Bobby Brown, Deshaun Johnson, and Corey Durden, all under contract. Laurel Murchison, a free agent. So this unit, as long as you have Aaron Donald and Kobe Turner up front, this unit is going to be pretty good. But I still think we need to add a body or two. As far as the starters tomorrow morning, who you put out there with Kobe Turner and Aaron Donald, I guess it's either Bobby Brown or Jonah Williams. Corey Durden and Deshaun Johnson, both guys that can contribute a little bit on a rotational basis, I suppose. This unit kind of reminds me of our wide receiver unit. You got two studs, Kobe Turner and Aaron Donald, and then a little bit of a drop-off to whoever's going to play alongside them, Williams or Brown. It's nice to have Brown out there on running downs, got the big body, need that at times, but he's not really a regular difference maker, not like we had in Greg Gaines and Ashawn Robinson, in my opinion. I suspect the Rams will try to find another gem in the draft. Some really good defensive linemen in this draft, eight or ten of them. At linebacker, now we're assuming Christian Roseboom, restricted free agent, is brought back, so him and Ernest Jones would be the starters, just like last year. Jake Hummel would be their backup, just like last year. And then we have Ola Kunli Batukasi. And don't count him out. He has a good shot at making this roster. I would love to have two great linebackers, but you can't have everything. And it's not a position the Rams have emphasized. So I suspect this unit will look pretty much like it did last year throwing Fatukasi into the mix, and, and maybe they use a late-round draft pick on an inside linebacker as well. But bottom line, tomorrow's starters, same starters we ended last year with, Jones and Roseboom. On the edge, kind of the same deal. Michael Hoyt, a restricted free agent, so we assume they bring him back. The starters tomorrow morning would be Byron Young and Michael Hoyt. And backing them up, Keir Thomas, Nick Hampton, Zach Van Valkenburg, and O'Shawn Mathis. How do I feel about that unit? Well, just like last year, they bring some pressure on occasion, obviously. Byron Young statistically had a really good year. This unit needs some help, though. One more guy, one more seasoned veteran, and they'll probably draft an edge rusher as well. Remember, they drafted three last year. Don't think it's going to be a point of emphasis in the draft but hopefully it'll be a focus of free agency. The corners on the outside, well, Witherspoon, a free agent, so we won't talk about him here as potential starters. The starters would be Darion Kendrick and Kobe Durant. Now, Trey Tomlinson, could he push for a starting job? Sean Jolly still under contract. They would be the next guys up. Cam McCutcheon as well. Duke Shelley is a free agent. I suspect the Rams will try to bring him back. They seem to like him. But this unit really needs some help. Not a group of cornerbacks that you would expect to see on a Super Bowl roster. And that's the bottom line. We need cornerbacks that can get us to the Super Bowl. Need to draft one or two and need to maybe sign one as well. Strengthen this unit. Ideally, maybe just bring back Witherspoon, sign another guy, or use that first-round pick on a cornerback. Add cornerback to a a position group I am highly concerned about, along with the offensive line. The safety group, John Johnson and Jordan Fuller, both free agents. So who would be the starters tomorrow morning? Quentin Lake and Russ Yeast, I suppose. 
That's a bit of a bummer, though, because Quentin Lake was playing really good in that star position. Moving Lake to safety, would that actually weaken us at two positions? You got Jason Taylor, last year's seventh-round draft pick. Tanner Ingle, a street-free agent they signed after the draft. He showed some promise in the preseason. They would be the backup. So this is another group that needs a little bit of help. I suspect they'll bring back Fuller or Johnson, maybe both. But they'll draft a safety late, maybe sign a free agent. Rams seem to always get the safety group figured out. But right now, this is probably the third most concerning group, given that two starters are both free agents. So that's my rundown on who the starters would be tomorrow morning. Kind of gives you a big picture of what the Rams need to do in free agency in the draft which Ram free agents they need to focus on. Got some units that are pretty squared away, some others. Rams definitely need to figure something out. That's going to do it for this episode Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.